Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the iBug Buzz. Uh, this is episode 613 for December 11th. I'm Greg, and I'll be co-hosting tonight with Sandia. If we have anyone new that's joining us on this call, or if you're new to the iBug Buzz and listening to our recording of the call, we want to extend a special welcome and encourage you to join us each week for this Zoom call. The iBug Buzz is an open forum where we encourage people to bring their questions, their issues that they've run into in using their iOS devices, and specifically questions and issues related to using voiceover on those devices. And those devices would include the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Apple Watch, iPod Touch, and all the accessories that we use with those devices. I'd like to start each uh, call with announcements and a preview of other iBug events coming up during the week. So for that, I'll turn it over to Sandia. Hello, Greg. Thank you very much. So welcome, everybody. All times are central and everything's on Zoom unless specified. Otherwise, we've got a busy week here. So we have the buzz for the next two hours at the midpoint. We're going to have our big reveal for the movie. So stick around for that. And we hope that you will guess and try to win some fabulous prizes. After the buzz, then on tomorrow, we'll be on Clubhouse from 5 to 6. And that'll be the mini buzz, continuation of what we're doing today, but on a different platform. So come for that, 5 to 6. Wednesday, we're off. Saturday, Thursday is the Vila Book Club discussing the book people we meet on vacation db 101031911 author is emily henry and it's about 10 hours and 49 minutes so start reading it's a fun book hopefully you'll come for that it'll be 6 30 to 8 o'clock on thursday friday's our movie and social the movie starts at 8 social time starts at 7 15 discussion and trivia to follow then on Saturday, Apple Workshop, 2 to 4, got some Apple, the latest Apple news, some cool demos, and some fun. It's the holiday edition of the iBug Apple Workshop, so come and check it out. You'll be in for some surprises. There'll actually be some games and <clears throat> door prizes. All right, so it will be fun. So we will, hopefully you will join us for that. We enjoy this event every year, so we'd love for you to come on Saturday from 2 to 4. 2 to 4? Yes, 2 to 4. Okay, then social media. Our website is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y dot O-R-G. There you can get all the information about all of our events. We have about 21 training and social events every month, all on the same Zoom conference line, except for those that are on Clubhouse. And all of the Clubhouse events will be moving to Zoom after the first of the year. So that'll make it simple. I won't have to tell you about Clubhouse anymore. Um, let's see. There on the website, you can register to get our notifications to doesn't cost anything. None of our services cost anything. So register, then you'll get email notifications of all our upcoming events. And then we're also on X, formerly known as Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can send us an email with non-technical questions at ibugtoday at gmail.com. 
There you go. All of our conference uh, training sessions are recorded and archived on our website, on YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Okay, Greg, I think that is all of the info. Oh, we have a slightly modified schedule for the end of the month, given the holidays that are approaching, but we are going to still have events next week, and then we'll be off between uh, Christmas and New Year's, but we're going to have a New Year's celebration, so be looking out for that. Uh, You'll be getting an email notification. All right, handing it back to you, Greg. All right. Thank you, Sandia. Let's take a minute and go around the room and see who's here. Um, So to do that, uh, you'll need to unmute, state your name, tell us where you're from. If you're new to the iBug Buzz, please share that with us, too. Uh, I'll get things started. I'm Greg in Texas. Terry from... Got got you, Terry. Welcome. Marie in Reno. Okay, I got I got uh, Julie and who else was it? Marie and Reno. Marie, hey Marie. Hey. Hello. Okay, I heard the Ohio, but Pat, I didn't. Pat, Pat, oh, from Pat. Ohio. Hey Pat, okay. welcome. Hey. I am Louie from Northern Indiana. Hey Louie, welcome. Thank you. Pete, Florida. Hi Pete. Hey Greg. Pete from Jacksonville. I'm Marsha from Daytona Beach. Wow, Marsha. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Who else do we have? Ed. Okay, I got Ed. Ed Georgetown. I got Ed. Okay, welcome, Welcome, Ed. Vincent in New Jersey. Hey, Vincent. Hi, Pete. Glad you're here. Thank you. Gloria from Houston. Hi, Gloria. Hi. Who else is here? Don Jim and, oh. I, I got Don, and was that Jim? Yeah, Jim in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, right. just outside of Philly. All and right. I'm shy and retiring, so just yeah. please bear with me. Okay. Janet and Cole. <laughs> Hi, Janet. Hello. Welcome. Deb I'm Christine from Woodstock. I got uh, Deb, and I got Helene. Welcome, guys. Christine from Woodstock. Oh, Christine, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you. A bunch of you guys up there. Who else do we have? Amina from Maryland. Amina, welcome. Thank you. Brian Mary from Ontario. Ontario. Okay, I got Brian and I got Mary Ellen. Welcome, guys. I'm from Scottsdale. Okay. Who else do we have? We have Vanessa from Georgia. Hi, Vanessa. Welcome. Okay, Lloyd, was it Lloyd? Roy from Texas. Oh, Roy. Hey, Roy. Howdy. Glad you could join us. Who else? Angelo in Ottawa. Hey, Angelo. And who else was it? Paul in Columbus. Paul. Hey, Paul. Welcome. Spread and disbelief. (laughs) (laughs) Spread. All right, who else who else do we got? Jody in New Hampshire. Hey Jody. Abraham. D from Southern Illinois. Hi Abraham D. Welcome guys. Thanks. Anybody else? Sandia in Houston. Hey Sandia. Okay, did you Sandia, did you hear anybody that was new? 
Yes, I think Miss Christine is new from Woodstock. Hello, Miss Christine. Christine, how did you Hi. hear about how did you hear about iBug or the iBug Buzz? Uh, from Helene Aptekar. Okay. And I've worked with Jody. All so right. Here. Good. All right. <laughs> and what what iOS devices do you use? All of them. Well, the iPad, the computer, and the phone. The 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 the, the big three. Okay. Okay, um, before we start questions, let me just remind everybody that we want to give everybody a chance to participate. So if you've asked a question, then give others a chance to ask their questions before you jump back in. And same thing with answers. If you've answered a question, let let other people have a chance to answer questions. And if we're not getting an answer, then you're certainly welcome to jump back in. But let's, Christine. Do you have any? Do you have any questions you want to ask? <clears throat> We'd like to. I, and not right. No, not right now. I want to. I just need to listen. I really okay. do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't be shy. We've. Yeah. Don't be shy. No, I'm not shy. <laughs> okay. Anybody? Anybody want to start us off tonight? Who has the first question or comment? Abraham. Abraham, go ahead. Yeah, I'm thinking about upgrading my iPad and um, thinking about a new iPad Air. And from what I've heard, the latest iPad Air has a home button in the side. And so if anybody can confirm that. Okay. Who who do we have that's an iPad person? iPad Air. Is there a home button? Anybody? All right. Or even a home button on, on the side of it or something. I think I heard. Okay. Anybody know? This is Marcia. I just got an iPad and um and I'm wanted to ask more about that also, but for that it's it's he Jason got it from the phone and it's still drag up from the bottom. But mine's one of the latest. Okay. So you don't have a home button then on, on the, no, on I the do iPad. Not. Yeah. Okay. All right, you may be on your own there, Abraham. Okay, um, I'll, I'll look into it and get back to you. This yeah, is Brad. this is Jim. Brad, Look, Brad, go ahead. I, I, oh, Brad and I, Jim. I, be- I believe the Air, like the Pro, does not have a home button. I believe the only one now with a home button is that entry level, whatever they call the Series Nine or Ten. It's the the in- entry level one, um, but it's a pretty good one. Okay, and I believe Jim, that's the only one because yeah. I've been listening and they're talking about the next gen of that one may go no home button either. So that could be the end of home buttons on iPads. Okay, Jim, did you have anything to add to that? Well, the the only other thing I would suggest is um, if you have the Apple Store app on your phone, uh, uh, you I, can go in. Okay, you can you can go in and look at all the different iPads you could possibly want and. I think there is a number on there to contact uh, customer service if you need to as well. And they'd be glad to answer any of, any of your questions. They did for me a couple of times okay. when I was sending out Apple cards as president, presents. All right. Cool. All right. So that gives you a couple options there, Abraham. I will look into them and uh, thanks for the options. All right. Yeah. Thanks for your question. All right. Who has a, who has a, the next question? D. D, go. Okay. I updated my watch the other day. Now I can't figure out how to swipe and get my different faces. Can somebody tell me how, please? Okay. 
How does how does D swipe on her watch and get different faces? This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. He changed it, and I cannot I remember know. how you do it. I you know help, you Brad? can. I know you can open the uh, the the watch app on your iPhone and select them from there because it will show all the ones that you have and you can select one and double tap on it on your phone and that will make it the the current one. But I cannot remember off the top of my, used to be able to take two fingers and swipe right and left. I don't believe you could do that anymore. Yeah, D go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I asked Siri the other day and I thought she said to tap and then swipe, but that doesn't work. This yeah. is Brad. Yeah, did you try? My watch. Did you try doing a one finger double tap? Uh huh. That might open it up. It seems to me that does sound familiar. Let me look at mine okay. and see. Okay. Anybody else have experience with that? Since the update on the watch, changing faces. All right. Let's let Brad research that, and uh, let's go ahead and move on. Okay. Yeah, but we'll yeah we'll see if we can get back with you on that D. Okay, who else? Janet. What was that, Vincent? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Janet? Who was that? I heard Janet. Who was before that? I'm Louis, but I'll go after Louis. Janet. No, go ahead, Louis. You, you okay, spoke up so, first. Go. Okay, no problem. Okay, so I'll make it quick. So yesterday I was on part of the uh, uh, the Zoom call with uh, CNAI and, and Vision. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to finish it. However, my first question is with the seeing. Well, first of all. Are the the is the podcast available on the the you know the bugtoday.org website to to uh, yeah. you know to sign up for that? Let me answer that. It it will be it will be shortly. It's just a matter of of uh, getting it posted, but right, and it, it may take a few days, but it'll be there. Okay. Then my second question, if you don't mind, uh, in sure. regards to that, with the CNAI app. And uh, there was part of a discussion about uh, it identifying pictures or being able to label pictures or what have you. My question to that first is, if you have an image from your text, is there a way that you can get CNAI to read that image? Okay. From your text. Okay. And you're, you're talking about text like in an email or in a message? In a message, in a text message, yes. In a text if somebody message. texts you an image, okay, or a picture of some sort, is there a way to get CNAI to read it or okay. describe it or however that works? And okay, that, uh, good, good question. All right, so this is if you get an image or a photo, a picture, and a text message, can you get Seeing AI to describe that for you? This is Sandia. Sandia, go ahead. So I believe what you would do, Louis, uh, is to save the image, you know, to your camera. You know, you can save it. It'll give you an option to save the picture. And then you'd have to ask, you know, send it over to Seeing AI to, you know, review the picture. Or what we also talked about yesterday is any pictures that are in your camera roll, you can go directly into Seeing AI and use the browse feature and browse whatever is in your camera roll. So, uh, the, and the, yeah, like Greg said, the demo the should be up fairly soon, hopefully a day or so, but I hope that helps. Yeah. Anybody want to add anything to that? 
Um, this is Vanessa. Vanessa, go ahead. Um, when I get a, a a text and it's you know it says it's a picture, so I double tap on that. Then I swipe down where it says share. I tap on share, and then I swipe down, and it gives all like um, envision and different things. And then it's, it says see an AI. I just tap it, and then it just gives me the whole description of that of that um, that picture, images, words, anything that's in that picture. Right. That's so really cool. Isn't mm-hmm. isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, yes, basically, Louis, you want to you want to just get to the whatever image or a, a picture you want to get to a share sheet, and one of the options at the very bottom of that share sheet will be share with seeing AI, and that's where you want to go. Okay, thank you, great. And it, it'll sure. give you a short description, and then there will be a more information button in the bottom mm-hmm. of, the, of the seeing AI screen, and if you tap on that, double tap on that then that'll give you yeah. a much more detailed description. Right. Really cool. Yeah. yeah, thank you for sure. Okay. All right. All right, Janet, you're up. Okay, um, two two things. Um, the cafe is on, on, on YouTube already, and the other thing is, has anyone played with the journal app? Yep. Oh, the journal app, yeah. This That's new in uh, 17.2. 2.2, yep. Yeah. Is anybody has anybody played with it? It just came out today, but has anybody had a chance to open that up and look at it? I I opened the app just to take a peek at it. And I know there are uh if you go into your settings app and then uh find the there'll be a one of the sections will be journal. And there are a number of settings that you can do where it'll prompt you for journal entries or you can, I forget what the other options are, but there are several options you can turn on in settings. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it, that's that's going to be a neat addition for a lot of people. Okay, other other questions? This is Deb. Deb, go ahead. Yes, I... I have a, an answer, I think, for B about the watch. I know Brad's looking at it, but I was Good. looking at it at the very same time yeah, uh, no. that he went to look for it. Um, if you swipe down with one finger, you'll get, and this is after your screen's on, you'll get notification center, control center, widgets, and then there it says customize watch face. If you double tap with one finger there, then it, it'll show your your face that's on there then. And if you swipe left or right, it'll show the other ones that you have saved, I think, is what it looked like to me. Will it, it will, did that will, on my watch. Will it change the face, the active face on the watch by doing that? I... Oh, well, This is Brad. I figured you double tapped yeah. and on it. Okay. Brad, what do you find? Yeah, that is exactly right. However, I have even better news. Uh, Watch OS 10.2 was released today. And in the release notes, uh, one of the things it says is, and I remember them talking about this on the Apple Insider podcast, they have restored the ability to change watch faces by swiping 
across the face like it used to be. Now, I don't know if they're going to take take it out of that rotation that uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch you. That was, was just talking. Um, it, she said, because, yes, you swipe on your watch face, you swipe down and you go through like we used to have, like we have with control center, notification center. And yes, the, one of the things is customized watch face, which is actually that used to be. How did you do that before? I can't remember. You could do it from the watch. But you switch your watch faces too, and probably you've kept going. I can't even remember now. We'll see after I install it. It's downloading right now. But um, okay. anyway, they brought it back the old way they have brought it back. A lot of people didn't like it. Okay. And I but, remember that discussion on the Apple Insider podcast. So that might be a anyway. good thing to come back to next week when uh, people have yeah. had a chance to update their watch uh, software. Okay. Definitely. Somebody have another question? This is Dee. Dee, go ahead. I just want to say a big thank you for checking that out. <laughs> hey, we, now, I just want to swipe across it with my two fingers the easy way, like it used to be. They keep changing things. I know. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Okay, let's move on. Another question. Yeah, uh, this is Vincent. Vincent, go ahead. Uh, my question uh, has to do with the uh, pencil. Uh, my uh, uh, I gave my old iPad, a sixth generation iPad, to my uh, uh, granddaughter, and uh, she lost the pencil. So my question is, uh, if I purchase uh, uh, a new pencil, uh, would that work with an older iPad? So will it, will a new pencil work with an old iPad? Okay, who can who can uh, who can enlighten us? I bet we don't have a lot of pencil users. Will it? Will a new pencil, the new newest version of the pencil, will that work with an older iPad? This is Brad. I don't think so, because I remember that was another discussion I heard him talking about on the Apple Insider podcast. Was why are there so many pencils? And it was very confusing that there are so many pencils that some work with some iPads, some work with don't work with some iPads. The one of them, the original pencil is still out there. And why? Because it still has a uh, a lightning port. Uh, anyway, that was one of the point. A, a discussion I listened to was there's so many pencils and it's very confusing as to which one works with which iPad. And I would re consult Apple support for that before purchasing a pencil. Make sure you know which pencil to buy to work with whatever iPad you have. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, that's thank it. you. Okay, good. Good question, Vincent. Okay, who else? Let's get another question. Who's been doing the beta on 17.2? And are there, I know there's a new uh, default um, notification. You can go back to the old Tritone default notification if you want, instead of that, that single sound. Some people don't like that. Uh, has anybody played with 17.2 enough to to uh, know if there are any changes that affect us as voiceover users? No? Okay, this, this is Marcia. Um, Go ahead, Marcia. I have yeah. a couple, couple questions. Okay. Um, on this... If I uh, 
Um, in one of the classes that Jody and I were both in, um, we were both having trouble learning JAWS. And and so I was wanting to uh, exchange information with her so we could email each other because that, I didn't think that uh, Apple or iBug had anything talking about teaching JAWS because no. we're both beginners. Is that right. correct? Right. The JAWS and, is JAWS is PC, so we don't talk we don't talk about JAWS on this program. Right, so, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, that's that was my my first question. Okay. Uh, and and I can't exchange information with her on iBug Buzz. I'd have to go to ACB, I guess. What what why don't you stick around after the call? If, if both of you stick around after the after we stop the recording, then you can uh then you can talk. Okay, and then then the next question was, does iBug Buzz have? I know you have one for Mac, and you have one for the cafe, and all this. Do you have one that is just for the iPad? Uh, the answer to that would be no. Okay. Uh, the iPad would be covered in the in this tonight's call. Okay. Uh, Jason, there, there is Jason. a separate program for the Mac uh, computer. Yeah, no, but, I know. Yeah. There's okay. so many of them. You know, there's Apple Workshop and all those others, but I just never saw one for an iPad. And mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily want an iPad, but the tablet was showing its gut, so I had to move on. Yeah. So I thought I'll stay with Apple. Yeah. You just you just need to keep learning stuff, don't you? I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, this is it's just Amazing. I don't, I don't know if we just have too much time on our hands or what, but yeah, let's move on. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Marcia. This is okay. Helene. Helene, go ahead. I have a Apple Watch. I can barely use it, but um, it's the newest watch. But um, my son, before I left to go to Arizona, updated it to the ten. Now it's ten point two. So um, how do I how do I update a watch? Okay, who can help with that? Jerry. Jerry, go ahead. You go into your iPhone, go to the watch app, go into general, then go software update, and in there it is. Or you can do the same thing on your watch. It's easier to do it on your phone. And once you've uh, pressed update, you will have to enter your password on your Apple Watch. Okay. And it will auto- update automatically. And you, probably- you have to stay within range of your iPhone so it finishes updating. And once it's downloaded the software, you'll have to put it on the charger. And once it's on the charger, it'll finish, but your iPhone has to still stay around mm-hmm. near it. Right. All right. Good. Thank you, Jerry. This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. Did we get an answer to that notification alert sound question? Uh, well, I was just making a comment that that, that was something oh. that it was added with 17.2 is the ability Correct. to go back to the old. Uh, and I, I just looked at mine, iPhone, which is just updated to 17.2 a little while ago. And when you go to sounds and haptics and settings, and you go through all the different categories, you know, uh, alert sound, ma- you know, new new message, new mail, you know, reminder, all those things. There's now a new one below at the bottom of all those. It says default notification. 
And mine said it was set to a tone called rebound. That's the new one. Then when you double tap on it, there's a whole list of them. Now, I haven't looked at this in a while where some of these may be, uh, you know, there's a thing at the top about downloading old purchase tones, but that's something else. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of them in there now. And I played with some of them and they're, 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 they're too short to be, um, you know, I, mean, I guess you could use them for message alerts. But anyway, there's a whole bunch in there and you can now change your default uh, notification sound. So check it out. Right. And there, and there, there are some new ones. Uh, if you want to go back to the old one, pre 17, pre iOS 17, then you have to go down and find the classic, uh, category and double tap on that. And then I think it's, it's called Tritone, I believe. Yeah. I found it. You didn't have to go to classic. All right. Let's, let's move on. Who has a new question for us? Marvin from Chicago. Hey, Marvin. Come on, we're listening. (laughs) I'm considering getting my iPhone iPhone Pro Max. And I'm hearing a lot about this uh, dynamic island. Does that benefit us? If so, how? Okay. Who has experience with the dynamic island? Anybody? Got people out there with this is Sonia. Yes, yeah, guys. I was trying to encourage people. I have the Dynamic Island on my phone. I have the Pro Max uh, 14. Um, Do you use it? Never. It's <laughs> just, I, it sometimes says microphone on. You know, it's just, I mean, I think at some point maybe they'll start putting stuff in there. But for right now, it's just, for me, it's just a waste. This is Brad. Brad, go. Some go apps will take advantage of it. A lot of the Apple native apps do and some that don't. For example, the music app, if you're playing music, you will find, um, well, there's an icon in there. Uh, Supposedly, it's like a music note, but I mean, I can't see it. But if you double tap on it, it opens up music controls. Same thing if you have the Overcast podcast player app. Um, It's a third party, but it takes advantage of it. So it will do that too. And then there's other things. Like um, whatever Sandy was just saying, if your microphone is in use, there might be a microphone, you know, I don't know what the icon looks like, but it says microphone. And I'm sure if you had it, you'd double tap on it and there's probably some uh, controls for your microphone. So that's right. that's what it does. It's just this a is quick Pete. way of getting to certain things. Okay, Pete, go ahead. Just an observation. Uh, each time we've asked about this and somebody's chimed in, it sounds to me like it's similar but very limited to a control center, that it's got some of the same controls, the same items in it that the control center has. That's, I think that's accurate. You'd, you'd have a, if you were like in an overcast, you'd have a rewind, play, or pause, yeah. and fast forward. Yeah. I use it for a, uh, uh, when I have a timer going. Then I can I can set a timer with Siri, mm-hmm. and then I can scrub out of the timer. But that uh, in the dynamic island, that it'll have the count on the timer, and I can be doing you know reading a book or doing something else in the meantime. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, go ahead. I it is definitely accessible, but as far as I can tell, it's made mainly for 
I know we can use it, it's accessible, but I think it's more or less for sighted people because basically what you can do if you have your Google Maps open or Apple Maps, you can go into another app and in that dynamic island, it'll still tell you your directions. I guess you can still go to it and tap or just tap on it and it'll uh, tell them to you. But a sighted person, if he's in a different app, he can still see the directions in the dynamic island. It is accessible, but to me, it's, I'd say it's more or less for sighted people because, like I said, if you have another app open, a Google Maps or whichever app, you can see what's happening. You can see your next turn or things like that right. in the Brad. dynamic island. Brad, go ahead. I have some sight, and I'm telling you, the dynamic island is too small to for even a sighted person to see any of that stuff in there. I believe that the icon is there, and it's a quick way to open, like I said, for the others. I have not tried it with the Google Maps or anything like that, but I would imagine that it would be a way to op to expand and open up something. But you're not going to be able to see anything that's in there. It's too small. Yeah, it it would have little, um, I mean they're very small icons that are in there, but like I say, you can you can touch it, and I've never had more than two of them in there at any one time. But you can touch it and swipe back and forth between the two that were in there, and then double tap, and it expands open to something that's maybe two inches, inch and a half by you know, like like Pete was saying, it's the same can. For what I've used it for, I've seen the controls for the podcast or music or something similar. And yes, it's the same controls that are in the control center. It's just another way of getting to them. Right. And, it's just kind of a window into some of those controls without yeah. opening the whole app. It's a All new right. feature that debuted last year on the 14 Pro and Pro Max. And now it's on all the 15 models. So okay. it's a new thing and more and more apps will take advantage of it as time goes by. Okay, Sandia, Sandia is wanting us to, go, go, <laughs> to move go. on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Another question. Jerry. Ray? Right, let's go with Ray. Now come, we'll right. come back to you, Jerry. Okay. I, I listened to uh, the recording from a Mac training course that I was just in. Uh, I don't know what the name of the app is, but there's a media timeline that uh, you can you can you can use to adjust how far into the recording you are and right. to advance etc all right so when uh it tells you that you can swipe up or down to adjust and i can do that it also says you can double tap and scrub and that's what i don't understand what is is it a double tap with a single finger double tap and what do they mean by scrub now which uh, okay, which app? Which app are you using? Are you using a podcast app? Uh, I'm not sure what the name of the app is. Uh, these uh, these recordings, when you uh, download them, they go to the downloads folder on my phone. Okay. And then when I, when I double click on a particular recording, uh, this media app opens up. I'm not okay. sure what the name of it is. Okay. Is, is your question what is a what is the scrub? Yeah. gesture yeah okay who wants to sure you want to take that yeah i think what he's asked what he's saying is it's a duck for the uh the adjustable it's a double tap and hold and then slide left or right to slide the adjustable slider instead of flicking up or down okay There's... so you, you, you double tap you 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 tap once 
then, then again, you, you keep your finger there and you okay, go so yeah, left. You double right. tap and hold. You don't lift the after the second tap, and okay. then you slide left or right to move the slider. When you when you slide, are you going to hear how much time there is or yes, you should. Okay. If it's if it's um if you do it correctly, it'll say, you know, you're going the the diff the advantage of doing the double tap and hold and moving the slider is that you can move it in a smaller increment than exactly that, 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 that's what i'm after but i'm having a trouble getting it to work yeah, and i'm okay. not sure if i'm doing it correctly or not okay now the the scrub gesture is is a little different who wants to to uh who wants to describe the scrub gesture and what that does this is pete pete go ahead well there is a, a definite scrub gesture um but before i get before i explain that if it's the slider that uh, Sri and is referring to, and that I'm thinking of, um, when you when you flick your finger up and down, it it advances and reverses the audio in increments, preset increments. They're usually, I think, measured out at ten percent, roughly ten percent of the yeah, they're pretty, total they're length. Pretty big of increments. The, well, yeah. hold, yeah, yeah, hold up, yeah, hold up here. Roughly ten percent. 10% of the total length of the video. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But when you do the double tap and the hold, and yes, you keep your finger on the screen on that second tap, and then you slide your finger very slowly to the right, it will advance it in smaller increments. You don't always hear it as you're sliding, but when you lift your finger off, you'll hear it, you know, it'll go up a percent or two or 3% or something like that. So, you just kind of have to try that uh, trial and error. Yeah. Now, okay, gesture, yeah tell us I'm real quickly about the scrub gesture. I'm not aware of a scrub gesture in that type of a player, but a right. scrub gesture is a two finger, keep your two fingers on the screen and kind of draw a letter Z, kind of a letter, uh, print letter Z, if you're familiar with the, the regular alphabet, or a half a Z, you go right and then left, and that's the scrub gesture. And what it does is it reverses. It takes you back one screen from where you are now. So that's probably not what's going on in your player screen. Yeah. Ray, did that, uh, that take care of you? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Sure. All right. Let's, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to another question. And uh, Sri, let me ask you, uh, there were some follow-up uh Things from uh, yesterday's uh, cafe. Did you want to? Did you want to uh, cover any of those? Sure. Um, so I don't know if this was already talked about, but I did do a test where I took a picture from a photo. And I took it three times and labeled it, and then I went and pointed the camera on my wife, and it did recognize it. Okay. And that was in Seeing AI, right? And that was yeah, that's correct. That was in the Seeing AI. Um, People detect is a people identifier. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's people or person. Yes. Okay. Was there was there anything else? Uh, that was the only question that I saw when I looked at the the um, the cafe yesterday. Right. the the uh, The question that I brought up uh, yesterday was on on the Seeing AI app. You can. Uh, uh, get a description of a photo. Uh, when you initially uh, pull the photo up, you can get a brief description and then you can tap on the more info button and get a, a much more detailed 
uh, description, but then you cannot make subsequent queries. Uh, in the Be My Eyes app, you can make subsequent queries uh, to that detailed description. So just one of the differences in those two apps. Uh, this is Sri. Sri, go ahead. So after you ask the first question, does the text field, is it dimmed out to ask some other questions as it relate to the image itself? Right. I don't believe there is a more information after after it gives you that detailed description. I don't think you have an option for more information. That's that's what I was asking. Like if you take if you take a picture of a menu, then you can read the whole menu. You can get voiceover to read the whole menu, uh, or you could tap on more information and say, "Tell me what the taco options are on this menu." But then if I decide, well, I don't want a taco, I'm gonna, I want to know what the salad options are. I don't think you can go back in and do a subsequent query to find out you know, what salad option, what the salad options are. You can do that and see, and uh, be my eyes. This is Sonia. Sonia, go ahead. Yeah, actually you can. Um, there, there, yeah, there is a capability, you know, this part didn't make it into the recording, but so Brad does, you are able to go back and ask about taco options, chicken options. How do you um, do that? So he just, you, you pick on the more, um, more info. That's what he did where you asked yeah. the question. Yeah. I know, but I don't think, I don't, I think that more info button, I don't know. I'll have to check. I think it disappears after that, okay. after that this first Brad. query. Brad, go ahead. Well, when you hit the more, more, whatever it says, more um, info, it brings up like a, a iMessage interface. Right. Okay. With an on screen keyboard and just a little text edit field. And so you ask it a question, you know, tell me about the tacos. And then you slide over and hit the, the send button, just like sending a text message. And it makes this little processing sound. And then you get your answer. And then you go, okay, that's cool. I don't want tacos. Uh, tell me about enchiladas or whatever, you know. And, and then you go back to the text edit field, double tap, and ask it another one, just like that's, sending another text message. That was and my you question. You can do that all day long. Yeah, I I thought that more info button went away after you did that first no. inquiry. Well, okay. you, it's not there. You're in this messaging interface. So there is a text uh, edit field it, that it, you can type. Just, a, just, just imagine when you hit more information, <laughs> you've opened up messaging and you're okay. messaging with the thing. You ask it a question, it gives you an answer. I want to ask another question. You tap on the edit field, either type or dictate another question, then send it, and okay. then it processes and gives you an answer. Okay, okay. I want to All ask right. it. And you can just do that over and over and over and over again till you've had enough. And then you, there's a back button in the upper left corner, just like lots of other things. Okay, right. I need to play Keep with going. that some more. Yeah, let's move on. All right, another question. This is Louie. Louie, go ahead. Yeah, to change the we're changing the questions, right? Yeah, yeah. New okay. questions. So my question is I, I recently signed up on the website for um uh being a mentee uh for learning how to use my uh my uh my iPhone. Good for you. Just, uh, I'm sorry? Good for yeah. you. Yeah, Good job. so so yeah, I appreciate that. And so uh, my question is, what's the turnaround time to someone being assigned to uh, work with me or, you know, giving me direction with that? Sure. It's, been only, it's only been like a week now. So, yeah. Uh, Terry Ann, are you on the call? 
Sandia? Yeah, you this want... is Sandia. Yeah, um, we do have quite a backlog. I mean, so we have a limited number of uh, mentors. They're awesome and they're working as hard as we can. So it could be a month or more. Okay. So it's just be prepared for that. So, yeah, but for sure. I am here. So as long yeah. as I'm on the list. Yeah, you're on the list. All okay, right. for sure. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, Terry, yeah. you want to add anything? I, I, my intent this week is to send out an email to folks who have been waiting forever, just to let you know that we haven't forgotten you. And yes, this, but Sandia summed it up. Um, we have w- way more <laughs> mentees right now than we have mentors to serve them, and we hope to, um, you know, uh solve that problem in the new year and get some more people who we love having the mentees. We want people who are interested in learning to use their iPhones, but we also would love to have more people join the mentor side of things who have expertise in, in the iPhone use and uh, who could help out. So, all right. I think that's all I can to that. Okay. Hang in there, Louie. It's it's an excellent program. All right. Who has another question for us? Don from Houston. Don, go ahead. Um, I'd like to know, will the iBug have, or does the iBug have classes on, or will eventually have classes on, okay, once you get into an app, just for example, ATB, Okay, once we get to the app, will y'all have classes on how to grocery shop, for instance? Or is that too invasive or too intense to teach on this call? Okay. Uh, Sri, you want to you wanna take that? Uh, I'm sorry, what was the app that you were uh, she's She's just asking if we have uh, more deep dive kind of training on, on specific apps or specific how to... You know, like grocery shop, for example, apps we could use for grocery shopping. You know, for grocery shopping, we don't, I don't know if we have that uh, lined up, but we can definitely put it in our list of apps to uh, consider. Right. But that's, that is, Don, that's, that's what uh, Sri does on the iBug cafes. Uh, Those are once a month. And he'll take a, uh, he and, and other people that volunteer to do demos will take a deep dive look at, specific apps so okay this is yeah, that's what Tanya, i was wondering like once you get into the once you get into the atv app will there be classes on how to actually just go grocery shopping well okay. that was my question okay um, and this is sonia sonia go ahead yeah so i mean that i mean that's a great question so generally um, you know, we, we talk about several apps. I mean, you know, there's, there's so many apps out there. I mean, we try to cover some on the cafe and we do deep dives there. We talk about, but we can't, uh, really always get into every, you know, go into deep dives into every app. So the idea is that, um, you, you know, you can come to this call and ask questions, you know, once you've started exploring it yourself, or if you have ideas for a demo, you can suggest them. But uh, generally, I mean, you can come to the buzz call would be a great place to ask questions about a specific app. All right. Okay. Good. 
And the outdoor cafe is on what days? Once a month? It is This on is true. Sundays. Go ahead. It's every second Sunday of every month. Okay, thank you. And You're it welcome. is in the afternoon, four to six. Okay. Okay, thank you, Don. All right, how about another question? We still have a few minutes left. This is Paul. Paul, go ahead. Yeah, actually, this relates to a question somebody had a couple of weeks ago looking for sources for books, uh, free books uh, to download. Okay. And uh, I ran into this a few days ago is uh, uh, archive.org. And they have archives of uh, millions of web pages plus thousands of books and music and movies. I don't know how it, how easy it is to navigate. I haven't played with it yet much, but uh, it's all you know, no charge, no cost. It's uh, where copyrights have expired or whatever. But the person was looking for more sources of of free books to be able to download. Okay, good. Thank you, Paul. Who has another question? This is Pete. Pete, go ahead. Uh, along that same line, Greg. Um, I used to use an app that was connected to my local public library, and I can't for the life of me think of the name of it. Does anybody remember that? Uh, I remember This that is it was Amazon. replaced with Libby. Libby was one. It was another. Yeah, Libby. Libby's the one that they moved to from from that other app, and I can't remember the name of it either. This is Ken. Ken, I want go ahead. Hey, hey Ken. There's, there's one called Hoopla. 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 Yeah, yeah I already know that. Okay. Libby Hoopla, like and H O O P L A. I'm a bad speller, but if you go to your local library, if <laughs> okay. they, if, Yeah. if 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 you have a, a library card and they they have access to Right. Hoopla, you can you can get it. They they show um, TV shows. You can check out books Books, and talking uh, books, the like. yeah, audio books. Yeah, audio books. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and Libby, um, there used to be a. app called overdrive and Livy's kind of took That's over that. exactly, that's the one. That's the one I'm thinking Yeah. of. And most of the local libraries are using Libby now, I think. Hoopla, I'm not familiar with, but yeah, I'll Yeah, have to. this is Pete. Pete, go ahead. I wanted to offer that up in response to whoever had the question that the other gentleman was answering, that that's a, that was a really good um, app and it had connection to Uh, any audio books in your local library system, which is usually pretty plentiful. So check out Libby, I would think. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Pete. Sure. All right. Who has another question? This is Shree. Sorry, go ahead. So just a curiosity question. So when I was doing the demo yesterday, I heard when I asked Siri to open settings, it said general. And, you know, typically when you ask Siri to open settings, it'll say settings. Uh, but In my phone, it says general, and I wanted to see if other people are hearing the same thing when they ask to open settings with Siri. Is it landing on settings or is it landing somewhere else? Okay, who has experience with that? I know I've asked Siri to open voiceover settings and uh, I've gone straight to voiceover settings. Anybody have experience with that? Asking Siri to open settings and it says general. This is Kenny. Mine. I just tried it on mine, and it said settings. It did not say general. Okay. But my only guess on that is, when you open settings, somehow 
your focus uh, may object to general. Right. I wonder if it would take you to the last place you've been in settings. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Okay. This is Shree. Yeah, Shree, go ahead. That was my guess too, but it's not. It's like, for me, it's always landing on general. And um, I'm running, you know, I'm running 17.1.1.2. And it used to land on settings, but now it's just as general. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Sri. Uh, how about another question? This is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I think we talked about this before, but like I have a um, webinar that I want to listen to, and it's one of those like, in the email is a password and I can't get the uh, characters of the password just by voiceover. It tries to pronounce it like a word. Um, is there a way to copy that password to the, um, whatchamacallit, the clipboard or something? And then when I get in the website, I can just uh, bring it from the clipboard. Yeah. When voiceover and, is reading it, does it just read part of the, uh, of the? It's reading the whole thing, but okay. I can't get, you know, I, I can't get the, I need to get the characters individually so I can enter that password in the text field. Oh, okay. All right. Who can help with that? This is, this is Jody. Jody, have a, let's go to Jody. All right. Well, my favorite gesture, when you're, when you're focused on the password, do a three finger quadruple tap and that will copy it to the clipboard. Then when you go to the password field, you should be able to go to edit and then paste. Right. Marty, have you tried that? No, I haven't tried that. It, it's, it's, it's three finger. Three finger quadruple. quadruple tap. Yep. And then how do you paste the same? Then you, gesture? then you go to the rotor and go to edit and swipe down until you hear paste and then do a one finger double tap. Oh, okay. There, there's no gesture for paste. Like, like the, like no. in other words, no. the three finger quadruple tap wouldn't bring it out of the clipboard. No, 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 you have to go no. to the rotor, go to edit, oh, okay. and then paste. Maybe that'll come in 17.3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is Vincent? Yeah, Vincent, go ahead. Yeah, also what I do when I'm in uh, either a text message or a an email that has a, uh, a, a link to a website, all I do is uh, um, uh, uh, use a rotor to select links. And that will bring me to the link itself. I double tap on the link and it will open uh, the browser and take me directly to the website. Yeah, but this is Marty. This is not a link, Vincent. It's just a, a, pa a password. A password, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. This is Shree. This is Shree, go ahead. One thing I would also suggest is, Marty, um, I use the back tap as my paste. So I'll do a, I'll do it. Um, one finger triple tap, and that's my paste feature. So go to the rotor. One finger triple tap pulls yep, up a menu. Oh, to, okay. Pulls that's up a, a menu tap. to. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've started. I've started using a back tap gesture, and I'm. It's not as I'm not having the kind of trouble that I used to have, where it was real sensitive, and you know, it accidentally does it. The what I've got it set to do, it's uh, it's working pretty well for me. 
Yeah. So when you double, do you double tap on that back tap when, or or how do you how does that yeah. work? This Go ahead, true. three. Yeah. Um, so basically, in the back tap, you have two options. You can do a one finger double tap or a one finger triple tap. Oh, okay. I've got my one finger double tap to go to the status bar and one finger triple oh. tap as my paste. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, you have to set those up in uh, voiceover settings. Do you remember how to get there, Sri? I think it's voiceover. Uh, is it commands? I think it's commands and maybe oh, at the commands. very bottom. Okay. I think it's at the yeah. very bottom. I've um, seen back tap before. So that, that that's where you assign what you want to um, use it like what you want to that's where you set up where you want what you want to assign to it right yeah this okay. is three three go ahead that's going to a very high level you just go to the back tap and then you double tap it's going to give you a, a list of options that you can pick from and uh whatever you find that you want the back tap to be assigned to you just double tap on that and that'll assign it oh okay yeah. all right okay yeah. let's i think we have time for one more Quick question before oh, half Jody time. with another comment. Jody, go ahead. You can also set the back tap under the touch gestures and accessibility touch. Okay, that's you're saying that's where the back tap. No, is well, you, there's two different there's two different places where you can set it up. Oh, okay, all right. That's the second place where you can set it up. Okay, good. Thank you, Jody. Sandia, how are we doing? Seven fifty nine. You want to go ahead and go to halftime? All right. Yes. Thank you very much, Greg. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everybody. That's a lot of good questions. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So now we will go around and say hello to anybody that didn't get to say hello the first time around. Please say your name and where you're from. And if this is your first time calling in here, let us know that too, please. Who'd like to go? Shree from Virginia. Hey, Shree, welcome. Alice from Alabama. Hello, Miss Alice. Hello. Who else? Anybody? Dana, since Annapolis. <laughs> Hello, Dana. How are you? Good. Okay. Keep going. Anybody else? Marvin from, from Chicago. Hey, Marvin. Welcome. <laughs> Linda from Mumble. Hey, Linda. Hey. Hey, hey. Anybody else? Okay. Going once, going twice. Kathy from Tulsa. Ah, she made it just under the wire. Welcome, Kathy. Chris in DX. Hey, Chris in DX. All right. David from Houston. Hey, David. Welcome. Anybody else? Okay. That's enough. All right, so we are going to get ready to find out what our movie is for Friday. I've been at the Birch Movie starting at 8 p.m. Social time at 7.15. We have Name That Tune, Silly Jokes, Bad Jokes, Good Jokes, Everything in Between, General Silliness, and then we have a discussion and trivia to follow. So come check it out. We don't know what the movie will be. We'll find out hopefully in the next 15 minutes. And with those incredible clues, we have our very own iBug Guy. iBug Guy, are you out there? Not Elvis. 
Yes, yes! Ho, ho, ho! We are here once again. And what a wonderful crowd out there. Glad all you guys could be here to see me. All right. We do have some wonderful clues as Miss Zondia VP said. But first. Oh, no. Guess what? No. Hopefully everybody got their hairspray this week. Get ready. Couple of more uses for hairspray that you probably didn't think about. First. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Continuing our saga of hairspray uses. For all you pet Owners out there, you probably know it's sometimes hard to get the vacuum and the mops and cleaning up all that pet hair and on other surfaces. Well, just take you a cloth, spray you a layer of hairspray on it, and it wipes up that (laughs) pet hair like magic. That's a good idea. Do not spray it on your pet. (laughs) Second, if if sometimes, you know, you get some new shoes and they kind of slick and sliding around a little bit, we'll just spray a layer of hairspray on the bottom and you will be amazed at the traction you will have. There you go. Two more uses. Try that on the ice. Plastic hairspray. All right, let's get to it. It's now time for Where did he go? We need the Michael tracker. Okay. I think he popped. <laughs> okay, keep going. Mr. McCulloch, what happened to you? Did he have to go do something? Okay, I'm back. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Joy. Can anybody hear me? Yes. 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 Oh, unfortunately, you can hear me. <clears throat> All right. Five wonderful clues. You get one guess per clue, and you must. You must. Yes, you must say your name first before guessing the title of the movie. Clue number one. Clue one guess. Oh, you get one guess per clue. Yes, that's another rule. And we got lots of new people out there. We want to have everybody playing. You can come off a mute for this game only. Clue number. number. Uh oh, here we go again. <laughs> okay, go. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Our film this week takes place in Midwestern U.S. Hmm. Mm. Okay, next. Um, uh, this is Shree. Shree! <clears throat> the answer. Reindeer Games? 
Reindeer Games. That would be a wonderful seasonal guest. <laughs> but it is not the correct answer this week. Good try, Shree. Pete. Prancer. Prancer. Never heard of it. Prancer. What? Never heard Prancer? Prancer. Oh, there's on Dash or on Dancer on Prancer and Dix Mixon or Dixon or Dixon. Mixon. One of the reindeer. One of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marion. Got a little thing going on here for all the little deer. Okay, uh, we're going to pass on that one. All right, Mary, 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 Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen. Meet, meet me in St. Louis. Meet me in St. Louis. That would Louis. be another good guess. <laughs> but I'm so sorry, Mary Ellen. Yes. Just not the right place to be meeting anyone. <laughs> if you meet us Friday night, ding 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 ding, you will get to see that movie. Yes, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> good one. Mary Ellen, Ooh, wow. number one. What a second. Awesome. Is this the second guess? Yes. Wow. Man. No, third guess. Third, third guess. guess. Yeah. Third third guess. Guess. Well done, Mary Ellen. What? Third guess? No. Yeah. Second guess. She's starting to think. I was the second. Yeah. And I don't even see movies, but that's one of my all time favorite ones. Yeah, three was number one, and then I was number, number two, and then Mary Ellen. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Mary Ellen. Clue number one. So, meet me yeah, in St. Louis. One. That wonderful movie that's only 79 years old came out in 1944. <laughs> Story wow. wonderful and beautiful. Wow. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. After she did The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. A few years later, actually, she did. Somewhere. And Maureen, Maureen O'Brien. St. Louis. It is a wonderful, great family movie. Lots of entertainment. Some people think it's a musical, but it's not. But it has some wonderful mm. musical tunes. So mm. great comedy, great drama, great fun for the holiday season. Cool. Thank you, guys. I missed it, but I'm glad to know what it was <laughs> or what Man it is. Okay, I didn't understand what you just said, but I think I know what you want me to know. <laughs> All right, Mr. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I got it. I got it. Okay, so the Mary Ellen, you are in luck for this week. You are the winner of a turn of the century, your very own 
trolley car, and you can go near and far Whoa. in Arizona <laughs> with your <laughs> very own trolley car. Ding, so ding, ding, ding. There you go. Ding, Rita. ding, ding, no. like a trolley. Yeah, there you go. You can sing that song as you're driving your car. Did say trolley? No, I didn't say trolley. what Chris started. That's Chris's fault. Okay, Will, Mr. McCullough, would you like to say goodbye, please? I mean, would you like to say goodnight? Hello? That's my cousin. All right. Uh, welcome back after our little movie interlude. So the movie is Meet Me in St. Louis. So we and I won't sing it because I can't sing. And you will hear that song many, many times throughout the course of the movie. That will be from 1944. I think he said 1944. Anyway, um, after that, after that, what are we doing? We're going to go to our iBug Bites segment. Greg, are you ready, Greg? Yes, I am. Okay, okay so, what are you going to do? Well, in figuring out what to do for tonight's iBug Bite, I thought back... Uh, when I was learning the iPhone and the different keyboard layouts were real confusing. So tonight's high bug bite, I'm going to look at the different keyboard layout options we have on the iPhone. So Sandia, take it away. You're not going to do the demo. <laughs> oh. oh, you want me I, to do the demo? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Okay. All right. Thank you, Greg. Here we go. For today's iBug Bite, I wanted to return to the basics and talk about the different keyboard layout options that we have available to us on the iPhone and how we navigate between those different keyboard layout options. So to demonstrate that, I've opened my Notes app. I've tapped on the New Note button in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. And now I'm in a text field. Note, text field, is editing, word mode, insertion point at start. All right, and whenever we've entered a text field or an edit field and double tapped on it, then that will automatically bring up the basic QWERTY keyboard. And it's called a QWERTY keyboard because the first six letters on the top row are Q-W-E-R-T-Y. But this keyboard has three rows of letters, and then on the fourth row, we have our spacebar. Uh, but let's let's take a look at that. I'm just going to drag down the left-hand side of my screen so you'll hear these rows. No text field cap Q. Quebec. So I've got my the row with that starts with the Q. Cap A. Alpha. I've got the row that starts with the A. Selected shift. I've got the, actions available. I've got the row that starts with the shift and then has other letters like the Z and V and C. All right, and then if I go down to the fourth row, space. I've got the row with the space bar. But if I flick to the left, so this would be right under the shift key, I'll hear a numbers key. Numbers. All right, so this is this would be the second of the keyboards that we can go to. The first being the QWERTY, the second we've got a numbers 
keyboard option. Now on all of these keyboard layouts that I'm going to talk about, at the bottom right hand corner of the screen you're, you're going to have a dictate button. And for me, I've enabled a blue a, uh, emoji uh, keyboard. So for me on all these keyboards, at the very left hand bottom of the screen, I'm going to have an emoji key that would allow me to go to an emoji keyboard. But Let's go back to that numbers uh, key. Selected, shift, numbers. All right, and we're gonna double tap on that. I'm in, I'm in standard typing mode, so I'll double tap on that. Letters. Okay, and you heard letters. So now it's brought up a letters key so that if I wanna go back to the letters keyboard, I could double tap on that. But for the time being, I'm in the numbers keyboard layout. So the top row of, of the numbers keyboard is going to be your numbers, 1 through 0. No, text 4, 1. Okay, the second row. Hyphen. Uh, second row is going to have some of the more common symbols that you might type. Uh, for example, the colon, the semicolon, uh, begin and end parenthesis. Uh, I think it has the ampersand and the, um, uh, the at sign. Okay, on the third row of this keyboard. Hyphen. Symbols. Actions available. Okay, I've got a row that starts with a key that is labeled symbols. So if I was to double tap on that, that would take me to a third keyboard layout option. But let me stay in this keyboard for right now. And if I flick right on this row, I'm going to have all of my basic punctuation marks, my comma, period, question mark, uh, exclamation mark. So again, first row is numbers, second row is common symbols, third row is my punctuation marks. And that row, again, begins with an option for this to go to the symbols keyboard. Hyphen, symbols, actions okay. available. Okay, now if I was to go straight down from that symbols key, symbols, letters, I would hear a letters key, which again gives me an option to go back to my basic QWERTY layout. But let's go to the third of our keyboard layout options, the symbols. So I'll find that key and double tap. Sim and this brings up our symbols keyboard layout. And this will have two rows of additional symbols. For example, like the percent sign, the numbers uh, symbol. The third row of this keyboard layout has the same punctuation marks that the numbers keyboard layout had. The comma, the period, question mark, exclamation mark. But again, at the beginning of this third row, I have a key that is labeled numbers that will take me back to the numbers keyboard layout. And at the beginning of the fourth row, I have a key that's labeled letters that will take me back to the QWERTY keyboard layout. These keyboard layouts can be a little confusing when you first start using the iPhone, but over time you get used to them and get pretty quick at navigating between the different keyboard layout options. 
I hope this information has been helpful. All right. Do we have any questions on that or any comments? Those keyboards can be kind of confusing. This is Marcia. I just want to say thank you because I had it, it's a nice, nice description of them and how to get there. Because I know when I first started using it, when it said letters, I'm saying, yeah, but I want numbers. And I did have numbers, you know, so I got confusing. So what that's saying is you can go to letters. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Correct. Yeah. When I, when I started thinking about doing this uh, recording, uh, I really struggle with how do you present this so it's uh, it, it, it is, it is straightforward and simple as possible. So hopefully I did that. Other other questions, Pete, or comments? Pete, Alan? go ahead. Yeah, just to reiterate, great job spelling it out and, and kind of laying it out in a logical manner. Now, my question, I think you already answered. I just want to confirm it. In that top row of your numbers keyboard, You've got one through zero. Is that as far as it goes? Is zero the top right key? Uh, that that's yeah, I believe so. Okay, because I I never realized that. Now that helps me navigate it. Now from now on, when I hit that zero, I go to the top right. Right. But I always thought there were additional symbols beyond to the right of the zero, and that it would keep going. But uh, you've spelled it out logically. Now on the. So it it may and it may be a little different on the iPad, but I was specifically uh, talking about the layouts on an iPhone. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Thanks, Greg. Uh, I heard somebody else. Uh, did somebody else have it's a bad. question? Go ahead. Okay. Once I typed my message in and I put a little emoji at the end, and when I try to go back to the letters or something, I'm always getting something not quite right. So after I hit the emoji keyboard and pull it up, I've typed my message, i pulled up the emoji I want to add to the message. How do I get directly back to the letters? I, uh, you know, I'm, who, who can help with that? I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I don't, I do that all the time, but I, I, uh, I don't know if I scrub, I think I usually scrub out of the emoji. Sandy, do you uh, do you remember how to do that? This is Cindy. Cindy, go ahead. So to get back there, you just take one finger and you swipe left and right, and it'll different keyboards will come up, and okay. then you tap on the one you want. Yeah, look look for the uh, letters key on on that uh, emoji keyboard. If if it's not there. Uh, I'll have to. Right. I'll have to take a look at that. And this, this is sorry. You go oh. up and down on the. You go up and down on the keyboard on the. I mean on the phone, and it'll show up. They're they're right there. You get you can swipe up and down or left and right. Okay. okay. Anybody else want to add a comment on that? Okay. Just a reminder: we do not use the raise hand. But Deb, I think Deb has a question. You want to come off mute? Um. I was just going to say that um, for the way that I do it is clear down in the left-hand corner that it says something about English U.S. And I just double-tap that and it goes back to the regular keyboard ladders. 
Okay. okay. I don't know if anybody else sees that, but um, this is David. I see that on my screen. Let's do David and then Sri. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. When you're in MOG, um, when you want to get back to just your standard keyboard, it'll labeled English US, but all those toggles are down there in the lower left hand corner. The ones you know for symbols, but they'll only be one at a time. You won't have multiple choices. You can have to toggle and then toggle again. You know, it's. Um, I think that's correct. Like it's not going to give you all four choices at one in one layout. You know, you can have to keep to pressing that button, and then <clears throat> it'll take you to the new keyboard. So once you're in the English keyboard, then you'll have the you know the numbers option like you talked about, and then when you go to numbers, you need the symbols. You'll have symbols there. Which symbols yeah. has more of the more of the uh, scientific symbols, the foreign currencies, all the kind of less used kind of brackets and all those kind of things. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And on the <clears throat> on the symbols key keyboard layout, you do have a choice of either numbers or letters. But Sri, do you wanna you wanna add something on that? I think you know what I just tried right now. When I was in the emoji key, I went to the bottom left key and it says next key when i selected that it took me back to the oh, that's letter. that's it yeah it says next i just was not remembering that yeah this is brad brad go ahead yeah mine says us and the reason is if you go into keyboards you can enable different keyboards and once upon a time i had to enable the emoji keyboard right and there was like a list of other keyboards for like other languages right so maybe i don't know I don't and know that's about that's Japanese, settings settings general keyboards, keyboards. is where you yeah, find that you can enable like a japanese keyboard or you know i don't know but there's like a other international keyboards you can that's why it says us english you can you know when you're in emoji that's one keyboard and i guess if you had two or three or however many that button would toggle, would rotate you, you know, go, go through a rotation, I would imagine. Right. Okay. Keyboards, Let's, maybe time that. for one more question or comment. And then, uh, Sandia, you want to move on? This is Terry. Terry, go ahead. Um, the other thing that you can pay attention to when you're trying to figure out what keyboard you're actually in is the, the keyboard that actually is in, um, in Vogue at the moment will be it'll say selected and if you notice in in uh greg's demo it did say uh selected when he had the letters uh keyboard enabled and then when he went to numbers it, when he went to uh the that bottom left hand part of the screen and he saw letters it didn't say selected but when he he uh it went to the um uh, icon that says numbers, it said that it was selected. So that's another way you can tell what keyboard you're in. Right. And you get, with the symbols, you get used to the ones you use more often. You get used to where they're located and, and you can get there pretty quickly. Sandy, do you want to handle yeah. any more questions yeah, or you want to move good. on? Uh, no, maybe one more with anybody else. Something new question for for Greg. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Greg. All right. Very cool. Richard? <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, with the letter keyboard emoji, mine is really weird because mine says next English, American English keyboard. And when I'm in that area of emojis, I it's on the bottom left, and it says next keyboard English American. And I hit that, and it switches right over to the keyboard of letters. Of the, yeah, right. the QWERTY. Yeah, that's what mine does. No, you're on an iPad, right, 
uh, Richard, or yeah. Yes, and yeah. don't that kind of work generally the same? The, I hear uh, sometimes the actually the iPads sometimes they have a whole number pad number a, a line of numbers at the top, so that's actually um, a little different sometimes. If I have, I have one. an. I yeah. have a number button. Mine says uh, emoji button. I hit that, and it brings it up. And then there's a separate one that says number button, and it brings up all numbers. And then it has the next keyboard, American, and that's when I hit that, oh. and it brings up the letters. So Okay. I'll have to go back because I thought before on the iPad you'd have a, a row of numbers at the top as well. You wouldn't have to switch because you have more space on the iPad. But it's been a while. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. We're moving on. Okay. Thank you, Greg, for that demo. I uh, bug bite. And now, who did not have a turn to ask a question? We will entertain those and then go on. Who'd like to go? Somebody new hasn't had a turn. This is Cindy. Go ahead, Cindy. So um, I have two re recommendations. One for people that are beginners and want to learn how to use their iPhone while they're waiting a mentor. How about VO Starter? Yep, great app. Yes, very good. Thank you, Cindy. Uh-huh. Okay, and the other one was to help whoever's trying to do one character at a time. So I have an easier method. Well, I it, it's easy for me. So you go into the text uh, the text message. Then you, of course, you put the rotor on Word or whatever those options are. But I'm, I use Word or characters. And then you could just write down with your one finger and it'll read one letter at a time or one number at a time. Right. And then if you like me that you have a short memory, I braille it and then I put it in, in I type it into the uh, text message that where it belongs. Okay, with the text selection. Okay, choosing uh, words or letters. Okay, thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Cindy. Okay, next. Thank you very much. Who wants to go? Dana. Dana. Yeah. Um. How do you? Um. I'm sure we covered it before, but how do? Suppose you write a text and you want to delete that text before the person you send it to reads it. You think, oh no. I wrote oh, no. something that you that you don't want that person to see yet. Uh -huh, uh -huh. How do you delete it? Oh, what a good question, Dana. I know you never wrote anything mean oh, no. in a message. Never. Right? Never. never. I, I, I know. This is for a friend, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's help Dana's friend get rid of an unwanted text message. No, How do we help retrieve me, it? not the friend. Yeah, help retrieve it. How do we retrieve it? Anybody yeah. member who'd like to go? Somebody who would like to go? It's a new feature that we've kind of talked about here. Pete. Go ahead. Uh, once you've sent the message, then you get your voiceover focus on that message and flick up or down, and you will find a 
button which says unsend and oh. you perform a one finger double or one finger double tap uh you've got to do it within a particular length of time i don't know if it's a five minute um i'm not quite sure that it's added 15. varies 15 oh, for text yeah yeah that's how it was Jim. okay thank you pete go ahead jim yes i believe the time frame is 15 minutes it'll let you recall that message just hope that the party you're sending it to hasn't read it yet you know, yeah, there you, go. you don't want to tell over. you don't want to tell your boss what you really think of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. very good. Shree. Go, Shri. Danny, you might want to just let your friend know that he needs to have the latest version too. If he's got an old version, he's going to be out of luck. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. And don't both people have? I thought there was some one of those features where both people had no. to be on the same version yes. for it to work, right? Both people have to be on the latest. I think it's iOS 16 when it got released. Uh -huh. so, so if, if they're the other out, on, if they're on the old one and you're on the new one, they're mm -hmm. still going to see it, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Be careful, Dana. Only hang out with cool new people <laughs> that have updated iOS. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. We Thanks. try to give you helpful advice here at iBug, but yeah, you know, yeah, so. right. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. All right. Next, who else? New this question. Go, Helene. I just wanted to update people about the problem that I had last week or two weeks ago with uh, Zoom having center stage, and every time I raise my hands, my yeah teacher would see only part of my body mm -hmm. and it was very annoying and um i spoke to apple i tried to work on this and the person said that it has to be escalated to an engineer and i have to take pictures of it and then send the taping and i said that's far past my pay grade it's not happening and so I got some help and with sighted people here and being on a fake Zoom call, um, if you take voiceover off, then you can, while you're on the Zoom call, you can pull down the control center and that's when center stage will let you interact with it. There's, it's not a toggle, but right above center stage is something, I think it starts with a V, voice something like visual it, visual effects that's what it is and basically um you can work with it as long as voiceover is off oh. and so that doesn't help people who are visually impaired but it is nice to know that today i had a class without having that center stage interacting so it is possible to get rid of it without escalating it to engineers and taking tapings of it Okay, well, good to know. At least you know what to tell somebody if you need help, sighted help. Okay. This is Shree. Okay, go ahead. Helene, just out of curiosity, um, with VoiceOver on, were you able to open Control Center and see if it's there? Yes. Yes. So and it was, it, it, yes, um, it, it's there, but no matter what you do with it, it won't let you interact with it. Interesting. Okay, thank you. It, it just says button, and then it says visual effect. And no matter which way you swipe, um, it won't do it. But as soon as voiceover is off and someone else was there, it works. Okay. And you must be on the Zoom call. All right. 
great. Thank Very you. Good. Thank you, Helene. All right, next. Who wants to go? New question. Chris. Chris. Go, Chris. Chris. Just as a follow-up to what Helene was talking about, they might want to try doing the the start with voiceover on, doing the start my video, and just see if they can interact with the st- with the center stage. Okay, start by video. I have. Okay, thank you for that extra advice. Okay, who else? New next, next new question. Who would like this to is go? Terry. Go ahead. Um, being AI and the, I don't think I missed a few minutes of the first tap. So. Yeah, let me know if you've already talked about this. The ways to access the various um, uh, what are they called? Ch- channels. Channels. Yes. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet. Okay. Um, I uh, after our meeting yesterday, after the workshop, I went in there and I had to swipe up and down in order to go from one channel to the next, not swiping from left to right at the bottom. You can you can put your finger on icons, whatever icon happens to be there, and you can move your finger around the phone and hear the icons. But in order for me anyway, and I'm using iOS 16, in order for me to access, uh, to move from one channel to the next, I indeed had to swipe up and down. One okay. finger swipe up and one finger swipe down. So the debate that we were having yesterday during, you know, selecting the channels within Seeing AI was we said, I said that they were listed vertically on the right side and others said that they were listed horizontally on the bottom of the home screen. And so it's, I actually have a little vision and I put it up to my nose and I do see several little boxes, I'm assuming are the channels that are going across the bottom of the screen. But what happens, I mean, I'm assuming that's what they are, but what happens is if you move up from the bottom of the home screen and the first thing, no matter where you are, it, the first thing it says is um, short text. So you cannot go to the top of that list, which is light. You have to go through all of the uh, channels. You know, I, I'm not explaining it, but it was very interesting how if you, from anywhere from the bottom of the phone that you moved up, the only thing you would get to was short text. So go ahead, Brad. But if you leave, if, whenever you open the app, it always starts off on short text. And yes, there is a bar across and it has little icons on it. I yeah. have no idea how it will work without voiceover. Yeah. But you have to put focus on that bar. And then right. like Terry was saying, you flick up or down. Right. Right. But the yeah. bar and then is moving you when you flick up, it's going from left to right. Right. Yeah. Now when so- you land on a channel, like for example, worldview. Yeah. And then you leave it there. I believe when you slide your finger up, it's going to say worldview because that's what you've got its focus on. But every yeah. time you close the app and reopen it, it starts off on, on short, short text. text, which is the far left. Yeah, I think what that's the, the issue, first channel. 
it's counterintuitive yep. even though we're moving so the, the the it is listed vertically but you are swiping up and down to move left and right which is sort of counterintuitive but. it's this yeah is kind of okay go ahead jim yeah i had a situation where i was on the phone with microsoft because there's a two-year issue i have with windows that is not being resolved hopefully level escalations will handle it tomorrow but the tech that I was dealing with asked me to turn my screen reader off so I couldn't tell what he was doing. And what I did to resolve it was bring up seeing AI, hold it in front of my computer, and I kind of got an idea what he was working on. So okay. if you're yeah. ever in that situation, short text on seeing AI is your best friend. Right. And I believe somebody we've talked about, Be My AI, has a Windows component, even though we do not do Windows on here. But okay, thank you. All right. There this we go. This is free. Go. Um, just for your defense, uh, there are two boxes that are uh, vertical. So just. Okay. All right. I have no idea. This one, there were at least seven or eight little rectangles there. Anyway, I'm going to get somebody to look at it, see if it's really what I think it is. Okay. I did have my wife look at it, and she said it is in the bottom row. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Very good. Next question. New topic. This is David. David. So I... uh I purchased a uh, item I think might be handy for a lot of us. Uh, it's for AirPods. It's the it's a case. Um, of course, they have those like silicon cases that are kind of like stretchy that go around. And I did try one of those, but eventually it got kind of you know stretched out, and then the the, the thing started falling out of it. Oh, and I almost no. lost my AirPods a couple of times because the whole AirPod thing just fell out of my. Oh my gosh! Silicon okay. case. I had it clipped. You know, you have a little carabiner you can clip your belt and. It, you know, and you think, oh, okay, it's going to be secure, but you know, it, and it doesn't really have. I guess I could have glued it in there, but I didn't really want to do that. So I, I tried this one product. It's called uh, <clears throat> the company called ESR. E is in Edward, S is in Sam, or R and Roger. It's called the ESR ESR for AirPods case, and it's very secure. It's almost like an OtterBox for your uh, wow. your AirPods, <laughs> but maybe not that heavy, but it. It's very, it's you know, it's very solid. The thing fits in there really, really tight. It has a little bit of glue to kind of keep the top on, so the top keeps attached to the top of your AirPod. You, you open it up, of course, the same way, and it has a magnet. So you get double magnets. Then you get the original magnet on the AirPods, and you got the magnet on this case. And it's just very sturdy and uh, has a nice clip on it. So if you need like a stocking stuffer or want to buy it for your for yourself, it's about twenty dollars. So it's a good investment because these things are, you know, two hundred fifty to mm-hmm. and up. You know, and, uh, so right. yes, I've lost my pods almost well, almost lost them several times. You know, with these. Wow. No case or a flimsy case. I can't stand the no case because it's so slick. The thing feels like it's gonna slide out of your hands. So you, this is something. So you've always had some kind of a covering on the case of the AirPods. Um, after about a couple of weeks of having them, yeah, I, I immediately got one of those silicon because oh. uh, it was pretty cheap. It was like eight dollars, you know. But I'm, I'm upgrading. <laughs> I'm not sure if this one's better than this. It's, it's, but it, this one seems very. Uh... <laughs> I, 
I just I'll give it five stars. So. Just remember, uh, in the early days, David, didn't you have a history of going through ear pods, like multiple sets of them, right? A long time ago? Didn't well, those wired, yeah, the wired ones I used to, uh, the uh, cords would get kind of shorted out. So like one in one side would play and the other side wouldn't. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I went through all those, those Apple, um, the Apple ear pods, the wired ones. I, I used to go through those about every six months. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I used to, when we used to meet over at the Apple store, I used to take take my old ones and and they'd always replace them, you know, with new ones. Yeah, that's why they stopped that program now. Yeah, I I might might have learned it for everybody. Yeah, good job. Okay, go ahead, Pete. I was just going to ask David, David, have you sought out help for that? Yeah, no, it's an addiction. Oh, help with my earphone problem? Yeah. Yeah. For destroying your earphones. (laughs) This is Shree. Yeah. Okay, go. I'm two years on these. These have lasted two years, so I'm, I'm all right. Them, you know. Okay. All right, go, Shree. Uh, right. David, have you tried hairspray? Apparently oh it fixes a lot of things. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to try. Okay, next. New question. Thank you, David. New question, new question. We have our turn. Okay, well, anybody? This is Alice. Oh, Alice. Yes. I like seeing AI, but when I try to use the color identifier, I put the item on a solid color background. Make sure my background is solid color. But my seeing AI color identifier just starts naming out all the colors in the yeah. rainbow. No, no, Miss Miss Alice, I wouldn't go that way. <laughs> uh, it's not a good idea. Okay, anybody have any suggestions for alternatives? Yeah, it it says everything is green or brown or black. You know, it's just horrible or gray. So yeah. there are other apps that we would recommend in lieu of that that color identifier because it really depends on the lighting in your room and the product that you're looking at and all kinds of stuff. So who would recommend something okay, else? Listen, David. Go, David. Uh, I guess lately I've been using the Be My Eyes AI. So. Yeah. AI version, be my AI, uh-huh. um, and that's been pretty accurate, I think. Uh, of course, you can also call a live person through there and see if they can get a better idea of what the color and patterns are. Okay. Okay. But uh, right. AI is pretty fast. I mean, you have to wait like 20, 30 seconds. It's not immediate. Okay, pretty good. Go, yep. Cindy. Go, Cindy. I was going to say the same thing, but I will also add that be my eye. The volunteers are the best. Okay. Yes, they are. Okay. Very good. All right, Miss Alice. So do not use Jim. the color identifier. Okay, go, Jim. Okay. Anybody come up with a better barcode reader than on Be My or on Seeing AI? I've been trying to look at a lot of packages lately with their barcode reader, and I just don't find that to be very successful. All right, anybody. Okay. Guess not. Um, what we sort of talked about yesterday, Jim, on the call. Um, <laughs> I did. I mean, I thought that they were. It was fine. I I was doing the product uh, searching barcodes, and it did seem to. It took a while sometimes, but it seemed faster than it did a long time ago because you know okay. barcodes are a little bit difficult. But the other solution that I suggest is 
forget the barcode. I mean, unless you like really need like nutritional information or something like right. that. And you just use short text and it'll just tell you what it is. Oh, okay. All right. So, I'll give that a go. Thanks. Yeah. Because by the time you, you're going to pull all your yeah. hair out. You yeah. Know, well, with, you know, and my hair is thinning. I know. So I'm trying to save you your hair. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Right. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Go with short text. All right. Next. Who else? New question. It's Roy. Go, Roy. Let's all stay on the scene AI theme for a minute. The document reader, I know, but (laughs) when I use the document reader, if I get far enough away to take a whole picture, which is like 10, 12 inches, Mm -hmm. it doesn't read the numbers correctly. It'll impose a one as a seven or an eight as a three. Mm. Now, if you get a little closer, like six inches, but you're not getting the whole page, it's more accurate. All right. I was wondering if anybody had an app where you get better results with numbers. Yeah, we don't do numbers here, Roy. Uh-huh. This is Shri. Right, go, Shri. Did you try using the Vision app read mode? See if it gives you a better result. That's free to use. Oh, is it? Okay. The no, read I part is free. Tried that. You know, what I had the best luck was taking a real picture, you know, a photo with the photo uh-huh. app. Uh-huh. And then sharing it to see an AI, and that seemed to be the most accurate way with numbers. I don't know what the difference is, but that was this my is, results. This is Shri. Go. Uh, you know, one thing you could also do is use um, Be My Eyes AI. Take the picture, and then ask the follow up question: What page number is it? And I have a feeling it's going to tell you the page number. Okay. It's Roy. It's it's yeah. not the page number. It's like reading credit card numbers. So 16 digits, picking mm-hmm. that kind of thing up. It, it'll say an eight's a three and a seven's a one it, consistently. I just wondered if anybody was getting better results than that. But that's all I had. Uh, this is Sunday. Another way to get text, you know, just with the camera app, you're able to it it reads text pretty well as well. I mean, just it'll say detecting text, so you might try that too. This is Brad. Go, Brad. Yeah, I found you can do that, but you can also take a picture of it and then open the picture in the photo app. And yeah. there is now um, a uh, detect. Um, you know what is it called? God, I never remember these things. Live text. But is it detect? Well, it's not detect text. It, it's yeah. It, but anyway, you can. You can read the image because when we did a um, uh, a demo back in the summer at the ACB Texas convention, you know, I went to the restaurant and I took a picture. I was we were trying to show what you could do with native apps, so we weren't using seeing AI or anything like that. And I could use the camera app. I could use the scan and read stuff, but if I took a picture of it and then opened it in the photo app, it was much much better than it was just with the camera app detecting text. So um, you might try that. All right, Roy. Okay, thanks. I will. Share your credit card number with iBug later on, okay? (laughs) Okay, thank you, Roy. All right. This is Dana. Dana. Hey, um, I was trying to unmute when Jim was talking. I think I heard him say he was having trouble with seeing AI with a barcode scanner. Yeah. Um uh, I have better luck with the uh, uh super sense bar oh, sc- barcode scanner. A blast from the past. Super sense. Okay, that's a paid app. 
This is Jim. Are they still support? Are they still supporting SuperSense? I didn't know whether that was still around. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you know you don't see much from them anymore. Like they used to put out an announcement, you know, around the holidays, get it right. for half price, right. and blah blah blah. Well, Dana's yeah. using it, so I guess. Okay, all right. I'll yep. give that a shot. But Thanks. it is a paid app. I don't sure. know how much it yeah, is. Yeah, I know. I, okay. I, yeah, it, yeah it's I'm not been. sure either. Hang on, hang on. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dana. Chill. Let us sure. know, Jim. Okay. All right. Next. Chris. Chris. Uh, for Roy, there was an older app. I don't know if it's still supported. I have it still on my phone called Prismo Go. It was very similar. It would take a picture. Um, either way, you could you could do short text, or you could take a picture, and then it would tell you what was in the picture. So if it's still workable, you might want to try that one, Prismo Go. Oh, um, God. I mean, we're getting way <laughs> further and further back here, people. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that's, that's like, yeah, these are like, I mean, yeah, we used to, those are like the beginning when we started out. Those are the ones, yeah. and that's so cool that they're still there. Yeah, I still see it in my yeah. share sheet, so. Yeah, yeah, I still have, yeah. Um, and, and a quick little tip for the scrub gesture, if you don't want to use the, the horizontal Z action, you can just do the vertical two fingers like you're doing a two-finger swipe down on the screen. You can just use two-finger and keep it in contact with the screen about an inch or so and just go down, up, down, up. That was double scrub also. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the scrub is just going back and forth, whichever way you want to go, vertically or horizontally. Yes. Keeping your two fingers on the screen and go from right edge to left edge or left edge to right edge, but go back and forth. This is Roy. This is Roy. Yeah. Uh, I agree. You know, I do the the one up and down with two fingers. It's better than side to side, but I call it the two-finger tickle. (laughs) I don't know why I wanted to share that. Okay, Roy. Just Chris. Okay, Chris, go for it. Yeah. Tickle. Um, yeah, <laughs> tickle me pink. Um, oh, yeah, no. it's not. It's not side. That's what. It's not side to side. It's really up and down. Up and it's vertical. Yeah, it's vertical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I thought it's a Z. Sorry, it you... is, but you can do the. You can or you can do it up or down. There's two ways to do it. Okay. Right. Okay. We can make the Z vertically or horizontally. Right. It doesn't have. Sorry, it's Chris. Uh huh. Doesn't have to be a Z, it's just straight up and down. Oh, straight up and down. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Scrubbing away. All right. Uh, this, this is Vince Brian. Or tickle. Okay, Vincent and Brian. Go, Vincent. Vince Brian. Okay. Uh yeah, my question has to do with uh applications that use artificial intelligence and about how safe is the information that is exposed to, uh, to it. Since it is an application, a program that is trained to learn from its use by the user, how safe is the information? Let's say when we're taking, using, using uh, uh, you know, taking a picture of a document or maybe even using items like short, te- short text and, uh, you know, in reading, for example, social security statements or credit card statements or yeah. uh, bank statements and the like. Um, how any idea of how this is what I was going to talk about? Go, Brian, go for it. Perfect, y'all timed it really well. Go, Brian. I was just going to say, I use VD Scanner for scanning any document that has personal information. For the reason is, VD Scanner, which used to be Voice Dream Scanner, does it directly on your phone, it does not go to the web. 
I don't trust, personally, I don't trust anything that's going through AI and the web because I have no idea where that stuff is being stored. Mm -hmm. All right. VD, like Valentine's Day scanner. Okay. Yeah, it used to be once, like years ago. Yeah. It was Voice Dream Reader and Scanner and all that. Mm -hmm. Now they've, of course, sold Voice Dream, but VD scan. And I'm grandfathered in because... I've had it before they sold it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, uh, good question, Vincent. And yeah, I mean, it, it it is, the technology is amazing. And I think I just saw an article or read something that said that, oh, lo and behold, GP, chat GPT was giving about giving out bad information about medications or something. I mean, so you got to be careful, you know. This I'll is just... Terry. Go, Terry. Um, I believe now for that reason, uh, these different AI uh, apps are putting out disclaimers that say, you know, you uh, might need to double check your information because we can't guarantee the accuracy of it. I think I saw something in Seeing AI about that yesterday yeah, as well. Yeah, there are quite a bit of disclaimers, a lot of disclaimers. Mm-hmm. Don't do uh, this. Don't... Yeah, go ahead, Vincent. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so BD scanner is still available. Yeah, that's the replacement for voice stream something, right? Or it's just called VD scan, Brian? This is Brad. Brad? Yeah. VD scan is voice stream scanner. Winston Chin sold voice stream reader. He reader. did not sell yeah. voice stream scanner or voice stream writer. He's just renamed them to Okay. The letters VD, so we can all chuckle about it. And I know, chuckle all that, but it is the same app. I said Valentine's yeah. Day. Okay. Yeah, that's all very right. cute. I like. I know. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's just Voice Dream is uh, another okay. company that uh, does the updates on it now and everything. All right. Perfect. Okay. Here now, my time for Thank me. You. Okay. Uh, I get a question. Um, do the people that have iPads, can we use WhatsApp on there or not? Can we use WhatsApp on an iPad? Because I tried to uh, do something and it said scan a QR code with your phone. And I was like all this rigmarole roll and I didn't know This what is it was. Terry. Go Terry in. I believe you can. Um, and... Uh, but you have to either use a barcode, scan a yeah, barcode yeah, in order yeah. to activate it. But now they also have a thing where you can activate it using a phone number. Oh. So you don't have to try to scan a QR code. Yes. Oh, thank you. Because I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I was like a little intimidated. But okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Who else? Do question, comment? Who'd like to go? Any problems? Oh, I will have to say, I was so excited. I have to type in a, uh, we had to update my burglar alarm system and I had to get it sent you a bar, a, a password. And thanks to our demos that we've done, one of the iBug bites, I think it was Brad. And it said, okay, import password from messages. And I'm like, yeah. And there it was. I didn't have to type it in or anything. It was worked beautifully. There you go. It was so cool. Yes. Okay. This is Jim. 
again. I had something interesting over Thanksgiving. I was visiting my son, and I said, can I have your Wi-Fi connection? He said, yeah, sure. He said, I'm going to share my password with you. And I went into I went into settings and Wi-Fi, and he just went to open up his, opened up his password, hit share, and it yeah. was input right into my phone. Isn't that cool? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very good. And by the way, Jim, I know the last <laughs> couple of weeks you had a question and I forgot to come back to you. Do you remember what those were? Oh, we were talking about <laughs> where people could um, scan, supposedly scan your information off of your phone. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And I have since found out that at least on my phone, it would only allow people that were in my contact lists to right. do that. Right. There was, I think Dana brought that issue up about name yeah. drop. And then yes. there was all this hype in the news. Right, and, right, right. And but, I went yeah, and I looked think... and, you know, I, I guess I might have turned it on that way or maybe iOS set it up that way. So is, I think we're good to go. This is Brad. I think we're good. Okay, go, Brad. That's your airdrop settings. And if you go into settings, general airdrop, uh, your permissions, there's three ways you do it. You can do it everybody, only contacts, or nobody. Right. And okay. you probably got on contacts only. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you can change that. This is Greg. Right. Oh, Greg. Yeah. And even if you set it on everyone, it will, after 10 minutes, it's going to default back to uh, contacts only oh, so that you're not okay. you're not exposed for long periods of time. Well, I don't want to be exposed. Yes. Uh, Dana. I hate to be exposed. <laughs> Go, uh, Dana. Yeah, it's, it's on by default. Uh, you have to go in there and, and turn it off manually okay. every time you update. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Chris. Jim, I thought you had a question about Uber. I did. I did, yeah. Um, can I ask it? <laughs> <laughs> what did you have a question about? I, I was going to talk about Uber, too. But, oh, um, Uber? Yeah. When you are uh, getting... No. Uh, okay, go ahead. Quickly. We got one minute. All right. All right. All right. When you're an Uber, is there a way to be able to contact your driver when they're on the way so you can say, hey, I'm over here or I'm totally blind? Uh, you know. Uh, okay. Go. Somebody help Jim. This He's only been Brad. waiting two weeks. Okay, go ahead. Swipe down through there and you will find something that says there's two options. Call driver or message driver. Be aware most drivers aren't going to answer the phone, so don't, you know, calling is hit or miss. Right. Messaging, okay. they get it. It's a messaging system within the Uber app. It is accessible with voiceover. Uh, they don't get the messages, oh. though, when they're driving, but they do get them. All right. Okay, there we go, Jim. We are all caught up. Sorry to make you wait, but very good. Okay. Here, all right. Thanks go. a lot. Good night, Quickly. Guys. Here we go. Quick summary of the events. Thank you, Greg, for your help. Good job, evening. Greg. Hey. And always fun and I always learn something. I know. We learn more than we, I don't know, sometimes. Okay. Um, this week, what do we got left? <clears throat> we have our mini buzz tomorrow on Clubhouse. Then, oh, wait, wait. Wednesday's nothing. Thursday's book club. And it's uh, top people. We, I keep on, okay. People we meet on vacation. DB mm -hmm. 103, no, 191. The movie is Meet Me in St. Louis. So that will be a fun movie, Christmas movie. 
musical, not really a musical, but it is some music in there. And then come back for our, inter our holiday edition of our iBug Apple Workshop on Saturday from 2 to 4. And then we'll still be back here next week. So that will be the last buzz call of the year. So it should be fun. But uh, hang on and I hope that y'all will come for some or all of our events for this week. And have a great week. Thank you very much. Here we go. Bye. All right. Okay. Any, good night. Five, She's got to get to St. Louis. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. 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 Good night.